Hey there, everybody. This is Brandy J, a voice to be reckoned with, level up. And I just want to say you made the right choice when you chose to tune in and you are very much appreciated. Today, we are talking about cyberbullying. Today, cyberbullying has went up in a major way and you can probably guess why, you know. Definitely, definitely since, uh, you know, people had to, or we all had to start social distancing, school ended way sooner, people lost jobs. I mean, it's um, this, in fact, when we hear cyberbullying, we think kids, students, and for them, yes, it has went up, but this has went up in a major way in significant uh, numbers of different age groups, okay? Adulthood, (laughs) okay? And what the statistics are showing is that since the lack of awareness and the amounts and the, um, what they have found with people uh, that, the number of people that are, you know, perpetrators of cyberbullying, they found out that a lot of them don't even realize that they're partaking in cyberbullying because of the lack of awareness. Okay, so first what I'm going to do is take a very short break because I want to let you know that this right here, we all need to take a listen to because even from my own experience and watching others as I'm on social media, You'd be surprised at how normalized this is becoming and has it's always has been. And you might want to tune back into to see how this has become or became normalized. And it might make you more aware of yourselves, ourselves. So, don't go too far. Thank you so much, and peace. Okay, so we are back. This is Brandy J, voice to be reckoned with, level up. And we are discussing cyberbullying. I told you that this is something that I think we all need to listen to, and we do. Okay, so check this out. So, there is, there is actually a um, chart, okay? And so, to get a little bit deeper into the problems of cyberbullying causes... I'm going to take a look at some data and um, see what that is telling us. So, there are students asked to indicate on which social media platforms they had experienced cyberbullying. And there were results. Now, these were students, but let's remember, let me remind you that this is this these results are are strictly towards the students but take that in mind also that 
way more than just students now are experiencing cyberbullying and there's the perpetrators that probably aren't even considering that's what they're doing which I don't understand what the hell they think it is that they're doing either way it goes it's um it's not good at all okay but and it needs to be addressed so there's nine percent this is the lowest nine percent tw- they're saying twitter is where they're being harassed or bullied the most 10 percent said youtube 12 percent says the whatsapp 31 percent says snapchat 37% said Facebook and 42 said Instagram. So those were the social media platforms where these students were getting, you know, cyberbullied the most. Just imagine if we add the ongoing cyberbullying since the, you know, the uh, the riots, the the um the protesting and the pandemic. And just the world just flipping the hell out. Okay? And I think this was before school even started back this uh, this round. So just imagine. Just imagine. Okay? Kids are going to be online a whole lot more than the average. And um, parents, we should really limit the amount of time they are on it since they're on it now more they're going to be on it more than they ever have been before because now they are actually going to school online so break times from my opinion and my experience should be completely off of the off of offline you know, especially during the, that school period and those break times, I'm p- pretty sure that they will have, or maybe not. I don't know. But either way it goes, it should, you should, I wouldn't say take away all of it. Like, okay, go to school, do your work. Cause I'm going to be doing homework, research and all that. So of course you got to designate the, a time for them to be on there just to, you know, do what they do with their friends and stuff, but be very aware of what's going on. Pay attention to not just online, but when they're off of line, how are they acting? And uh, and keep open communication. Um, definitely keep open communication. But when you do this, when you try, when you are replacing the time that they are online, please keep in mind that it's not something it's not like a punishment or a consequence so look at it and don't do and don't make it something that because you want them to do this i think this is what find something that's agreeable that was seem interesting that they would enjoy to do okay these are kids they are supposed to enjoy stuff you know we, we seem to want to make it all about what we want them to do all the time and it should be about what we want for them, what's best for them. But remember, they're a whole human being. Okay? Find things. Talk to them. What do they like? Have conversations. And then get to thinking. Put your heads together. You can put your heads together together. Or you can just have dialect. You know, learn some things about them. And then come up with something that will really find what they like. And then put that in. Be creative. Put that in effect. And it'll be something that they look forward to offline so they won't always go to 
online. Do you get what I'm saying here? You gotta think what are you know the thinking that creativity up there to want make them want to find other interests in being online. You gotta think that way. <clears throat> okay. So um so that was interesting, right? And you know what? And the study had also revealed that some surprising statistics about the number of people that are perpetrators of cyberbullying. For, for example, they had found that 69% of people they had reported having done something abusive towards others online. And then 15% of people admit to having cyberbullied someone else online. So these statistics are troubling because this suggests a general misunderstanding of exactly what cyberbullying is. And more specifically, it's likely people who have admitted to doing something abusive towards others online actually engaged in cyberbullying because of the lack of awareness as to what this is. So here are some more cyber... Okay, so I know that I have seen some really disgusting display of social media etiquette. (laughs) You know, and it's beyond disgusting. And that's why this needs to be addressed. I think that there should, if you have social media, um, if you're someone that runs or has a social media platform, then I think you owe it to your, you know, the people that use it to keep them safe. Uh, They shouldn't have to feel harassed or be harassed or be subjected to these things. It's a problem and it's not okay. And we keep overlooking these things and people become more, you know, conditioned to them. Problems and things will grow. That's, you know, and then kids are still returning back to school online. And, uh, yeah. And to me, it looks like people are getting a lot more rotten. Okay. I don't know if it's because... The lack of being able to socialize or what's going on there. But it's not okay. It's not okay. It's not a good look. Very, very disgusting. So very disgusting display of sitting behind um, a screen to say horrific things to people. I don't find that a hobby. Funny. Any excuse for it. Well, she's just not handling things. We'll handle them. Okay. Her. Whoever. Take care of parents and all everyone needs to be vigilant in what's going on with their youth don't you think yep gotta teach them the right way guide them in the right way but you know what also full grown adults participate in this (laughs) you know how pathetic I don't know. I just, uh, maybe they've always been one. But let me tell you something. It's not cute, funny, never was or will be when someone has let these things cut them so deep that they've taken their life. You know? So that's the reality of this because it has happened too many times. And there's like, Nothing really being said much about it. And that's disturbing. 
very, very disturbing. No one should have to deal with this. I mean, there are people that go online and threaten other people's children. They say things, despicable things, comments. I guess, you know, we're calling these ones, they call them trolls. They troll. They're trolling. Yeah. When you think of the word troll, what do you think of? Like a Rumpelstiltskin-looking type of creature or something? Because uh, that's just how ugly of a thing, of such a, to be in, of such a, a uh, you know, to, to display such a disgusting trait or behavior. I don't know what to call it because at some point, isn't what we say and do who we are? So is this you and this is what you want to be or do? Because even if you're behind the screen and no one knows who you are, you know who you are. You have to live with yourself. You know, does it make you feel good? I bet you it doesn't because anyone that feels good about themselves would not engage in such horrific things. No, they would not. So, when we come across these things, we need to put things in place to handle these type of things. Okay? We need to kick them off line. Do your jobs, people. Get them off there. No one should have to endure those type of slurs. And then you have people... You know, just being really rude and mean to individuals that are just being themselves, calling them names, calling them, you know, and a lot of them are disabled or, you know, learning, um, learning disabilities. And how can people just be so nasty? There's so many things you could be doing that are good, kind nature. And that's your ugly soul and spirit says a lot about your character and how you feel about yourself because usually um, screw the usually that's how you feel about yourself you feel a certain way about yourself and you take that and try to push it on to others how you feel about yourself but can't expect them to uh, anyone like that to really do the right thing so need to make it impossible for them to do these things. They're not worthy of being online. They shouldn't get the privilege of doing being online. Consequence. People have the right to not be attacked and harassed and then being called the most terrible things you can think of and then what? Please. Please don't get me going. <laughs> don't you do it. Ooh. So there's um, some more cyberbullying statistics to consider. Over half of students who identify as being LGBTQ have experienced cyberbullying at some point. And you can find that at stopbullying.gov. Um, also, girls are more likely to be a victim of cyberbullying than boys. And overall, around 36% of girls have reported being cyberbullied as compared to 26% of boys. 83% of those who have been cyberbullied have also been bullied in person. And in 69% of those who admitted to bullying online have also admitted to in-person bullying. And that's um, 
you get that Florida Atlantic University. This also impacts. I'm pretty sure you're aware of this. And if you didn't know, then now you're going to know. But for the most part, I'm going to call out on a limb and say people are aware, but not knowing how relevant this is as of today. You're not hearing or seeing it, so you don't even really consider that this is going on. So even if you've been fortunate enough to escape cyberbullying, this doesn't mean you don't need to worry about it. The effects of cyberbullying, it can have a tremendously negative effect or impact on mental health and, and well-being of victims. And these impacts are far more serious than just feeling bad about yourself. They go deeper. I mean, I've done shows with people. They come on and they're grown. They're adults with their own kids that have their kids are going through it. But they've talked about how it's affected them growing up. The things that they went through. And bullying comes in different ways. There's there's all, there's different um, environments, ages. Yeah. Um, I would just like to say before we end out here that, you know, a lot of times you'll hear when it comes up to a bullying someone say, and it's probably somebody, you know, in their time, you know, maybe like the baby, baby boomer age or something and no disrespect or anything like that. Just saying that, give an example of how these things become normalized and, uh, you know, you would hear like probably depending on your time. Well, shoot, I used to hear it, you know, in this time. So I guess that just shows you <laughs> that it's still happening and how people think that it's normal. And people will say, bully man, my dad's normal. You just get a little, you know, just, you know, just that everything but saying everything but the right thing. When is it normal to deal with bullying? What, 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 who picked up on that? I mean, come on. Obviously, that wasn't true. And these are facts. Nothing true. Nothing healthy about it. Oh, kids will be kids. They're mean. That's what they do. You know? When something goes on in school and stuff, or go home, and the grandparents, the older parents, they're like, oh, that's what kids do. When? Did they, what, they get that to you in the hospital when the kids, uh, when the babies are born, and they just, you know, or when they get a certain age and they start school and they say, hey, well, here's your pamphlet, here's this, and this. Okay, this here explains everything. Kids are mean. This is what's going to happen, you know. I mean, come on. No, what happened was people didn't really see, you know, they just kind of looked over it. I don't know what, what, what made somebody even come say that when it came about. Who were the first people, you know, to, to say that? That's normal. Like, when? And then that, you know, cycle just kind of continued. Like, just passed along, passed along. And and things got different as time went on because, you know, we're exposed to more families and, and then kids see stuff. And then sometimes they emulate things at home or they're getting bullied at home or some parents just aren't very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You get the picture. Sometimes if a parent's a bully or ass, excuse my language, or whatever it may be, and that's what all your child sees, all they know. And don't get me started on the lady that took the picture or video of this, this one lady that is uh, 
she was born with the um uh I guess it's a um, mental. I'm not sure if it was a. She looks different. Put it like this. And this woman took it upon herself to do some kind of joke and get this lady's video and scare her child with it. Her little, little toddler child. Say, look, honey, this is a picture of your teacher. And then he got frightened and she was laughing. And the lady saw it online. And she went online and she just was asking parents to please teach your kids and put them how and people look different and she was very kind and sweet about it but it was just very and that's the type of stuff I'm talking about right there the ignorance that sometimes we don't even know that we do that was ignorant as hell and I really hope she saw I really hope that she thought about it because what if that was you you know what I'm saying people don't even take a time out what if that was you and for the simple fact that what kind of human being are you to find humor? I saw a video of this one kid took a video of this um, handicapped um, child that had a lot of different, you know, deform. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just not, it's not okay because it just shows a lot took this video and he's laughing at the kid handicapped you know can't walk and then he has he just obviously he has he's different he's already has enough I'm sure already going on to deal with in the world and somebody just to take his life and use it as humor like first of all what's funny about it it says a lot about a person And it's just, you just put on blast your whole character and who you are, and it's disgusting. You don't think about stuff like that. Who grows up thinking that that's okay? Like, what happened along the lines of your household? But, there, but the thing is, you're exposed because people see how disgusting, what a disgusting display of a human being one can be. Who wants to, who, who, who wants somebody like that to, to deal with? Oh, that's a fine young man there. Let's, uh, no. Kids don't realize what they can do, the damage they can do. Yeah, and he was a kid of, of opportunities that one would see that and be like, oh, no. But if you're trying to get into a really good college or something, despicable. Ugh, just disgusting, I tell you. I really appreciate everybody for tuning in. And thank you so much. And uh, this world, the day, the day today that we live in, I mean, it's been like this, but it looks like it's just getting really way out of control. We almost take our part in leadership and, and setting examples and just, you know, just really bringing awareness to things and not letting it slide. You stick up for yourself. You do what you need to do to bring awareness. Because if you don't, it will continue. I mean, for the most part, do the right thing. Don't ever let kids picking on each other be a funny moment or be like, oh, that's just a little. Yeah, that's what they said all them hundreds <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, years ago. But I'm just saying, I know that's that is a really big thing that has been said for years and years about kids. Kids are mean. That's what they do. Since when? The 
they came out the womb like that? I don't think so. It's overlooked, and then, and we don't nip in the bud or change the behavior. This is what happens. And sometimes you gotta catch that shit. You ain't gonna always gonna catch it. So be more aware. I mean, come on. Let's check ourselves too. But what I'm saying is, no matter what, you know, people always got their their thoughts and opinions, and that's usually the case. And that means they really miss the message because if you're talking versus listening, they most likely aren't gonna get it. There's no dancing around this one. Okay. Deal with it. Deal with the truth. Do something about it. But it's never going to be okay. Ever. But what if it was you? You have to be singing a different tune. Thank you so much. Much love and peace. This is Brandon D. I'm out. Voice to be reckoned with. And keep coming back.